Hi, I'm Jackie Ergo, President of the Marketing Directors, and you're listening to Real Direct. In this series, we'll be speaking to great minds and the future of residential real estate. Joining me now is John Stein, founding member of PCD, a full-service real estate development firm. John has been developing real estate for more than 25 years in the Northeast, including several thousand residential units and hundreds of thousands of square feet of commercial space and transformative redevelopment projects in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, and Pennsylvania. With over $2 million in assets in the development pipeline, including some of the largest master-planned mixed-use communities in the greater New York City area, PCD is one of the most active developers in the region. John, welcome to Real Direct. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. Why did you choose real estate development as your path? You know, I went to um, undergrad, graduated with a philosophy degree, was directionalist, worked at Fridays as a waiter for a couple of years, and I had some friends that were going to law school and with an eye towards real estate development. So I started developing a single property with my dad at that point on an old uh, building that he had owned, and we redeveloped it. I really enjoyed it. And, you know, it's really just that simple. I saw a, a path to do something that I really enjoyed, and I, I just pursued it. So I went to law school for a couple of years, three years, graduated. After graduation, worked at a, uh, a law firm doing all transactional real estate. Really enjoyed learning that side of the business. And frankly, I was working with people that had less knowledge, some of them just getting into the business. They had money behind them, and I saw them you know, it was helping them, you know, put deals together. It was really a lot of fun and decided to do it on my own. After a long stint with, uh, I like to say on my own, but really after a long stint with the uh, Roseland Property Company, which is where I met Jackie and her team 20 some odd years ago, working at Port Imperial and, you know, just, just continue to march forward and doing deals with good people and kind of enjoying it. Hiring the right experts to keep me in line and keep me focused. Terrific. And John, tell us, what jobs are you working on now? I know we're doing Atwater in Bogota together, as well as the Daymark in Sleepy Hollow. We've got those two jobs, but as Jackie knows, the Atwater is one part of a much larger project is a master plan community, which will ultimately have 1,177 units and 135,000 square feet of retail and 140 key hotel and 35,000 square feet of office. But at this point, we're working on our first vertical parcel edge on Hudson at this point, which is the Daymark, which will have a hundred very high-end uh, condominiums. It's a it's it's a great project, but it's one of several that we'll be building over the years. Edge on Hudson, Pagoda is just about complete. Uh, Jackie's team has been doing the lease up for us. Marketing directors has been terrific. In fact, I wouldn't go to anybody else for a lease up because they're just so on top of stuff. So we're nearly through that lease up of 421 units. My next project, there may be something coming up, Edge on Hudson, but at this point, my next one, which I just acquired a couple of months ago, is a 440-unit high-rise development in downtown Nashville in an area called Sobro, just south of Broadway. So I'm really looking forward to doing that job. It's positioned well, the timing should be great, and we we bought it you know, very conservatively. So I'm really excited to start moving forward on that one. You know, my daughter went to school, for law school actually, in Nashville. I can't believe how many cranes are in the sky. It's really incredible. But some of the things that we look at, because there are so many cranes, there is so much supply. One of the things we look at, as I alluded to before, is really the supply that's coming up, the supply that's in construction at this point, and where that starts tailing off, and then ultimately the new starts. And frankly, when you look at downtown Nashville, there are a lot of cranes or a lot of projects in the works now, but most of them are going to deliver second half of 23 all of 24, by the time 25 hits, you know, you really drop off a precipice for new starts, new deliveries. 
So there's a lot of excess supply now, but my project shouldn't be delivering until 26, maybe late 25. But oh, probably. that's perfect. So we've got perfect timing on it. So all that excess supply right now will hopefully be absorbed. Hopefully the stability will come back to the market and interest rates and the, the Fed uh, will be done with their exercises and we'll have great timing on that one. But regardless, the underwriting is is just so strong because I bought it right and I can hold it for a while if I have to, but really excited about doing my first uh, job in, in Nashville. It's a, it's a great area to be working in. John, do you like multifamily rental or for sale? It's interesting that you're doing you know both at the same time. I'm curious. Yeah. You know, uh, I had an old family friend that used to say, you know, do you love this pinky more than you love this pinky? And the answer is I love them both. Uh, I really enjoy building things. I, I enjoy the tangible assets that you know I can be proud of. I try and do the right thing with my developments. I really try to do ones that are visually, not only visually appealing, but also are receptive to the needs of the people who will be looking there. So whether it's for sale or whether it's uh, rental, two sides of the same coin to me. And I really just follow the economics of it. If it makes sense to do it as a rental, I do it as a rental. If it makes sense to do it as a for sale, I do it as a for sale. The one in Sleepy Hollow, the Daymark, we were at a crossroads of whether we should start a job now. And we had already reached our cap on rental units up at Edge on Hudson. We were entitled to do 60% rental. So we've already reached that cap. So we were kind of deciding, okay, is it the right time to do a for sale project up there? And when you look at the fundamentals of the market and you look at the lack of supply, especially high-end supply, and you look at this location, it's the dynamics, all of the all the factors are there that said, yeah, go for it. And, you know, with the help of great team of, uh, really great team, but, you know, our consultants, including marketing directors, you know, Cook Fox, you know, all the people that we're working with, I think the market reaction to this product's just been fantastic. It uh, certainly has. It's been, it's really been extraordinary. I mean, you know, the price point is very high. The location is extraordinary as well. And market reception has just been, I've been blown away. Uh, it's been really received really well. And that's really kind of fun. That's the fun part. Yeah. So, so when you look at all this timing, all the, the, the intensity, the capital you have to put in, the entitlements and all the various stakeholders from your equity to your partners to your consultants, everybody's got their opinion. But what really matters is whether the market accepts you. And, you know, maybe because I'm a middle child, that really makes it a lot of fun when you did all these years of planning and somebody actually likes it. And you're like, okay. hundred percent. A hundred percent. You've been involved in every part of the process, you know, from acquiring a site to bringing it to fruition. What's your favorite part? I'll kind of answer this in reverse. The stressful part is when you've got uncertainty in the market, like the Fed raising rates as quickly as they did and things like that. But my favorite part is dealing with the people that I'm, uh, I'm working with because I've had difficult, you know, partnerships. I've had unbelievable partnerships. And when you have really great partners, you can talk to them about anything, good, bad, you know, and there's so many variables, you know, you, you know, you compare real estate development to a Rubik's cube. You've got timing issues. You've got cap rate issues. You've got interest rate issues. You've got cost factors. You've got supply chain factors. You know, you, you're, you're looking years in advance for what your revenues will be and your projections on your expenses. So there's a lot of variables, which is, and, and maybe, you know, I got some form of, you know, ADHD or something, but, but I like that kind of Rubik's cube you know, with the, with the multidimensional thoughts that go into it, but you've got to have partners that, you know, can really support you and you can't be a master in everything. So when you get good partners and I, I don't mean just, you know, investor partners, I mean, you know, consultants, TN, the TN views and morals that can give you some strong guidance and give you validity to the direction you're going. It makes it a lot of fun. And then you all put your heads, your, your, your heads together and you create a project that again, if it's accepted by the public, I mean, it's, it's just a lot of fun through the whole thing. 
I think that's very true. Since I've been doing it for as long as I have, I still enjoy every day of what we do for very similar reasons. You know, the camaraderie and the synergy that sits at a table with all the minds is very invigorating. It makes each day special. I agree. But look, Jack, I, I practiced law for three and a half years. I mean, that's the complete opposite of what I want to do with my life. You know, I, it was it was it was always you know even negotiating contracts, always doing transactions. But it was always being on the other side of the table from people, right? You've got your client, but then you're you know you're negotiating clauses the entire day with people that are trying to push you in the other direction, right? Taking an opposite approach. Down. What we do is really very collaborative. It is okay, guys. We're all in the same boat together. We're all stroking in the same direction. You know what? We got to have fun doing it because we're going to be spending a lot of time together, and you really you know get a good great group of people that you enjoy being with. I agree a hundred percent. We have fun together. We do. What do you think is the most challenging obstacle that you face in real estate? You know, right now, as, as I mentioned a couple of minutes ago, it's really the interest rate environment. It's the instability of the, of the markets right now. And that's that's really the, the, the toughest part. You know, again, generally, I speak a lot about my partners. Generally, I have a well of capital partners that I go to, a bench of lenders that I go to on construction loans, and they've been there for for me just for, you know, 25, 30 years at this point, which is which is really pretty incredible. And when the outside agencies like the Fed or whatever, you know, inflation, you know, interest rates, cap rates start messing with what's been a very stable market over the past, you know, 15 years, it's tougher to do your business. But, you know, we've been through cycles. I've been through the SNL crisis, been through the Great Recession, been through, you know, many cycles, many recessions in between. You know, it's a it, it, if you buy right and you've got uh, holding power, you know, real estate's going to come back, especially multifamily real estate, rental real estate. We've seen, you know, the 9 11 attacks in New York City coming back, and it comes back from everything. Food, clothing, shelter is really what, uh, what, uh, business that we're in. Obviously, the shelter part of it, what we think is a really great product, they're going to react to it. And then it's just a pricing exercise. You know, we did different phases in Bogota of Atwater, one during COVID and one post COVID. I think that was a tough time to navigate. How did you pursue that? It was a really tough time. So we started uh, we started Bogota with a really a three year horizon to develop, lease up, and stabilize. It's been about five years now because of the delays you know associated with COVID. We were forced to deal with the bankruptcy of the general contractor. We had the governor shut us down and lock down our sites. We had you know, supply chain issues because of the lockdowns in China and the longshoremen issues in the U.S. and you can't get supplies and blah, blah, blah. It took us a lot. It took us a lot longer to develop. I'd say on the positive side, the depth of the rental market and the strength of the rental market in the Northeast has been so surprisingly strong through this time of uncertainty with the, with the Fed raising rates. So we've been, I like to say, you know, better lucky than good. But again, we've had some really good people to help us guide us. My internal team, we don't do a great job on pricing new developments, on pricing new product, what's the price point is. And you know, your team you know, is, is just there for us to help us uh, open up and get us, get us stabilized. We're fine on operations, but really knowing the market, living in the market like you guys do is invaluable information as we you know, open up new projects, whether it's on the for sale side like Daymark or whether it's on the rental side like the Outwater and Bogota. John, you know, it comes up all the time, the word luxury. And it's constantly being redefined. I think Atwater in Bogota is top of the market luxury, and Daymark in Sleepy Hollow certainly meets that bill. But how do you redefine it 
as you go for the different markets that you're in? I talk to a lot of people. I go and visit the comps. I under, I, I try and talk to the residents, uh, regardless of whether it's my complex or somebody else's that I'm visiting. I listen to them, see what they like, what they don't like. I talk to the brokers. I talk to the architects. I talk to the leasing agents when I go through the comps. Find out what people are doing. Are they using the business center? How are they using the business center? Are they using... I just went to a, a comp in Nashville. They're actually putting up pickleballs, an outdoor parking deck that is not no longer going to be utilized. We're like, what can you do with it? You're going to tear it down? Like, put up some pickleball courts. That was a fantastic idea. But I constantly talk to people, go visit properties. I spent a lot of time scoring the comps, talking to everyday people and getting you know feedback from, look, you guys are doing, I don't know how many deals at this point, 40, 50 deals. You, you, you know, when I go to Jackie or go to anyone on our team and say, okay, what are people appreciating? What are people looking for these days? I get direct feedback because you guys are right front and center of the market. You know, it's it, it just gathering lots of different information, data points. And it's constantly changing as we know, which is why you constantly have to live it. How important do you think amenities are to a project? Extremely. People live in their units, right? They, they live in their individual apartments, but they want to be part of a community. And building the community is about having great relationships with your tenants, providing them with, I'm going to distinguish their, their individual apartments with their community. Because building a community and having a place they want to stay and continue to renew is really super important, especially on the rental side. You want to make sure that your amenities are hitting the market. I'd say at the top of the market because we do luxury, but it's also knowing what people are going to use and how they're going to use it. Constantly studying. How do you define luxury? Oh, I just, I just asked my wife. <laughs> That's a great answer. We'll have her on next time, John. Yeah, yeah. Well, she, she she's down right now, right now, but she'll be back in a couple of minutes. If you want to talk to her? But yeah, yeah. My my wife works with us. She heads our design. She works a lot with the uh, marketing directors and a lot with our team. But she really does. Yeah, you, you know, I always joke around that you know my clothing comes in granimals. My wife, you know, does matching sets for me and tells me what to wear. And she does the same thing with you know the design. She's got unbelievable focus and taste and really a sense to you know, where the market is and what people are going to appreciate. So Jackie, in, 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 and you know from working with me, I do not joke around when I say that I rely on on uh, Amy to figure out what is appropriate in the market, what what luxury means and, and how to deliver it. She has a great eye and she really is very in tuned. In each different market, she's able to bring that expertise to the forefront. Yeah, thanks. thank you. I think I'll keep her. I think you should. John, <laughs> unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for joining me. To learn more about John Stein and PCD, please visit pcd-development.com. I'm Jackie Ergo. Thank you for listening to Real Direct, elevating residential real estate.